Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. there how you doing welcome back glad to talk with you hope everybody's doing well hopefully, hopefully you're all cool i am back i am back from the islands so i guess the proper way to start things off is by saying aloha snitches <laughs> thanks for thanks for tuning back in after the week off i'm happy to get back on here yeah i got a few messages last week of the variety of of course jonas takes the week off of course he heads out and there's relatively big Kansas basketball news. So I'll get to that in just a second. I will briefly touch on the news that came out last week about realignment and sort of the plot twist, if you will, the M. Night Shyamalan of the conference realignment. I'll get to that. And sort of more what I'm thinking about what's really happened in that case. Uh, in terms of conference realignment, you know my disdain for it. That's been very well documented over the last month or so. And with that being said, I've been efforting, if you will, to get a, a pretty big realignment guest on the show. I think you know who it is. It's the guy who's all over Kansas Twitter at this point, the scoop master himself, uh, Mike. He, so I, I think I talked about before, right? He used to work for Bleacher Report. He no longer is in that vein of work. He, he works in a different line of business. He sort of does the scoop thing as a side hobby, as a thing to do for fun. And because of that, he has been found out <laughs> uh, by his company. He's sort of doing it on the down low. Nothing wacky, obviously. You heard the interview I did with him uh, in the middle of last, last season. But he needs to get approval for it. He needs to go through the proper channels, and it didn't work out timing-wise for this week. We'll keep efforting. Hopefully, we'll get him on next week or certainly soon enough. In that sense, I took a look on Twitter, as one does during these times. When you're sitting there, you're scrolling through wasting your life away through a screen and i come across a tweet yesterday as i'm recording this on wednesday the 18th actually i saw it on monday to start the week obviously and it was from john rothstein the go-to college basketball insider mr passion himself and his tweet said 12 weeks from tomorrow that would be tuesday of this week there will be college basketball Yes, I had the usual excitement of, yippee, college basketball is kind of sort of almost here. I know college football is like right around the corner. And when college football starts, we're basically a stone's throw away from college hoops. But it was that number that really stood out to me, 12 weeks from college basketball, which to me says, Jonas, you've just about done it, baby. In two weeks, we can start Big 12 previews. Yes, no more off-season minutia, no more. Oh, so I see so-and-so signed a big contract in the NBA. Congrats on being rich, young NBA superstar, which I'll get to. There is news similar to that for Kansas basketball that happened. 
Um, but no, we can talk about legitimate on the court, what to expect from the conference season. The opponents, it personally, it helped me out a lot reading through those, going through those in the weeks before. And actually, as I'm thinking about it, no, no. Oh, no, I'm thinking about it right now. I need to wait an extra week, right? It's 10 teams in the Big 12, but I got to take Kansas out of there. Although technically, I could save Kansas for that 10th week. This is really good audio. This is a really good show, good programming, working these things out before I get on air. Regardless, here's the point. Really, really close from talking about legitimate on-court basketball stuff. And the Big 12 season is going to be really fascinating. So that's going to be must-tune in. I thought it was really good stuff that we did, that I did last year in the run-up. You know, talked about Baylor's going to be really good. K-State's going to really suck. You can't get that kind of analysis anywhere else. <laughs> I've gone, gone on long enough. I should probably introduce the show and the network. This is the Believe in Jayhawks basketball show on the Believe Podcast Network, your number one podcast home for professionals. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? Here's what I believe. I see a lot of content coming out from uh, Believe Networks. No, social media channels is what I should have said. They're pumping out a lot of good stuff. They're pumping out shows with really big hosts. I pale in comparison to some of the guys. They have. I think I saw a show with Takeo Spikes, former NFL linebacker. I think former Bengal, right? Former Charger. Has a gap tooth at the front. Broad-shouldered. Would beat me up if we did like a Believe Network hosts battle. I'm scrappy. He's a former NFL linebacker. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff out there. And I know people have a wide range of interests out there in the sporting world. I'm happy to have potentially cut out a little niche here for the people that I hope that you're enjoying. I am Jonas Nordman. It's an easy name to search. Most Jonases that you search are going to turn up like Norwegians and Swedes. And then there's me. Uh, so search me on social media if you want to shoot some questions my way. Anywho. Let's get to what's actually happening out there in the world of Kansas basketball. Yeah, there was Jayhawk news while I was at the islands. And if you're wondering how was my trip to Hawaii, first and foremost, thank you for wondering. It was, of course, when it comes to Hawaii, just awful. <laughs> no, it was obviously it was it was beautiful. It's a special place that we, you know, took over many years ago. And it's I'm Glad that's part of our, our 50 states because it's really nice to go there and pay American dollars, albeit more American dollars that should be spent. Uh, inflation is crazy over there. Uh, but regardless, it was amazing. Island of Oahu, Honolulu, Waikiki. Um, honestly, it was the, the hustle and bustle of a city. It was like a city that was Hawaiian themed. So not necessarily what you're looking for when you go there, uh, but you make your own trip, right? You go around the island. You do things around there. Still got to golf. Terribly, but I still got to. So it, it was wonderful. Thank you for asking. Anyways, news happened. I got the messages like <laughs> Jonas missed another big one while he was off the air. And yeah, Kansas landed a big fish. A big humu humu. Not I don't know what they call them, <laughs> what the full name is for the state fish of Hawaii. Um, but prospect MJ Rice or Marquise Rice goes by MJ Rice. Five star. He's committing out of Napa, California. He is actually from Durham, North Carolina. 
quite the 180 of places, although Dukes and Durham, we know, but the rest of it, from what I understand, hard scrabble. So he comes from Napa. Maybe he and Bill Self connected over fine wines, I'm assuming. But MJ Rice comes in, a small Ford, listed at 6'5", 225. Five stars, though. 20th overall player ranked by 24-7 sports. And look, it's a big get. And the first thing that popped in my mind was, and we'll get to sort of his pluses and minuses as a, as a player in just a second, but look, the narrative is going to be out there. Anytime Kansas might relatively struggle. Oh, God, this NCAA thing, they just can't recruit. That's, not the, that's just not the case. Like, I don't, I talked about it pretty profusely last season. I don't want to hear the Kansas doesn't have talent. I don't want to hear the Kansas can't recruit. They got Bryce Thompson last year. He was a five star. They have MJ Rice coming in next season. They have relatively high ranked recruits coming in for this season. Bill Self doesn't typically build his team, the Kentucky and the modern Duke style, a four to five, five stars, right? It's about development. It's about program guys. It's about guys that fit what Bill Self wants to do. Usually, you'll have your odd year, right, of 2013 with Andrew Wiggins, Wayne Selden, and Bede, who we'll talk about in a second, right? But for the most part, Kansas is recruiting fine. They're doing just as well as usual. And should Kansas struggle next year, it's because the pieces don't fit, they haven't developed, and it didn't work out. I was not expecting to get into that so vehemently, but it's something I really hate. And it's a, I think it's just a really lazy way to talk about Kansas having an off year last year. Oh, God, these guys are struggling. Well, you know, they just don't have talent on this roster. That's such bad analysis. I'm, I I'm just got so sick of it. And it's, <laughs> it's manifested here in the middle of summer. So MJ Rice, what's his deal? <laughs> what, are the, what are the highlights? What are the headlines about MJ Rice? Um, haven't seen him play once, so here's the scouting report. Powerfully built wing, a matchup nightmare in high school, so we'll see how that translates to college, right? Physical build, quote-unquote, of a Mack truck. And he's compared, in terms of build, to former Baylor power forward Mark Vidal. Short and stout kind of guy, right? But he does not have necessarily the bounce of Mark Vidal. Mark Vidal was short and stout, but he could get up, or at least he could challenge at the rim. But the scouting report does go on to say he can drain in jumpers off the bounce with range to the three-point line, and he has a knack for putting the ball in the basket. So, sounds like he's a prototypical modern basketball four, listed at a small forward at 6'5", thick, meaty, willing to bang. Uh, Does sound like he might be a little vertically challenged you know I, I think the first I, I sort of am imagining right now maybe a more refined and I, I hope I'm getting his name right remind me if this is correct in the in the dms remember Dwight Colby <laughs> the power forward who ended up transferring to western Kentucky he transferred into Kansas and then he transferred out for his last year of, of ball guy I think had two knee surgeries on both knees so by the time he got to Kansas, the guy couldn't jump over a credit card. Um, had really good post moves, just didn't really cut it in high-level Division One basketball. 
And I know I have a feeling that MJ Rice is going to be a little bit more explosive than Dwight Colby. But that's sort of what I'm picturing right now. And he can shoot the ball. But still exciting. Five-star talent. And I, I can't wait to see how he fits in. I can't wait to see him play. You know, these shiny new toys. When you follow college hoops, when you follow college athletics, it's such a rotation, right, of talent every four, four to five years, depending on red shirts. So you want to grow, you want to learn, you want to get to know these guys and should be fun for two seasons. MJ Rice now puts Kansas's recruiting profile second overall for the class of 2022. Uh, national rank of number two is what I'm trying to say. First in the conference, as you might imagine. He joins Zuby Ejiofor out of Texas as well as the guy who's going to have a lot of memes and a lot of signs at Allen Fieldhouse, Grady Dick. MJ Rice, Zuby, Ejiofor, and Grady Dick, the four-star. So that's a pretty good class so far. Rice, Dick, Ejiofor. If you're wondering who's number four nationally, it's Ohio State. And if you're also wondering how many of these guys still need to declare in the class of 22, a, a good amount. But a lot of the top dogs have actually already signed. The number one player is going to UCLA. So good things coming for Kansas. Speaking of good things coming for Kansas, it has been officially, officially announced. And it only took, what, a month? I talked about this. I think it was the week after July 4th. So just about two months, give or take. Finally announced on Monday, but Jeremy Case is indeed promoted officially, like news releases and everything, to be Kansas assistant men's basketball coach. Yep. So former player, they got him all dolled up. He's wearing his suit and all the press releases. Like this is official. Hey, it's Jeremy's big day as the assistant coach. Why don't you put on your best suit? He's also wearing an Apple watch. Not as classy, but hey, he cares about his fitness and closing those rings. And if he gets a text message, he doesn't want to pull out his phone. No big deal. So I, all I'm saying is that the tailored suit and the Apple Watch is not the most refined look, but I'm no, uh, I'm no style icon. We'll put it that way. So Jeremy Case has been on the staff for a while, uh, since 2016. He's been with the program for even longer. He was a member of the 2008 National Championship team, which again is getting farther and farther in the rearview mirror. No big deal. Uh, but yeah, it's official. Feels like kind of a weak move to me. It really does. Uh, but with everything going on, uh, with the pandemic, with who knows what the money situation is, like I talked about, who knows what's going on with Curtis Townsend, the number one assistant. Is this Townsie's last year? And Kansas really hits the, the road hard looking for a, a primo assistant coach? We'll see, right? You still have Bill Self, you still have Norm Roberts, you have Curtis Townsend, then you have the young pup, as I like to call him, Jeremy Case. So congrats to Jeremy. It is just a little weird. Maybe it's negotiations for his contract. I don't know. I would think Kansas – excuse me, wow. I would think that Kansas had all the negotiating power in that situation between them and Jeremy Case. It's like, okay, Jeremy, you want your first ever assistant coaching job and having it be at one of the premier programs in America? Here's our number. Ah, that doesn't work for me. Okay, we'll go enjoy D3. I've actually 
you know, Travis Goff and Kansas Athletics, I, I think I will take that initial deal. But that doesn't matter because I am bearing the lead on the situation. Again, this is Believe in Jayhawks basketball show. I am Jonas Nordman bringing you all the fun news and notes as we weasel our way and crawl towards basketball season in three months' time. I'm bearing the lead, like I said, with Jeremy Case being promoted. Oh, no. The title of video coordinator for Kansas basketball has now been vacated. Here he comes. (laughs) Of course, sources close to the KC star have told you who the next guy is going to be. In the efforts to really connect with players who wear T-shirts under their jerseys, this is really going to help in recruiting, I think. Kansas is bringing in former legend Brady Morningstar, reportedly, to take over that video coordinator role, which I love. I need way more Brady Morningstar in my life. He's sort of been all over the coaching world. He's been coaching at a small school in Texas. And he's coming home. He's coming home, baby. Morningstar Pizza is going to be at every single practice once again. (laughs) Yeah, Brady Morningstar will be a video coordinator, essentially saying he's on the path to also becoming an assistant coach or a coach himself down the road. And (laughs) look, this is a guy who had a great relationship with Sharon Collins. He connects with the players. And you know what? His playing career was not too shabby. Like, I feel like the guy looked like Doug Funny from Nickelodeon. The guy wore the T-shirt under his jersey. Like, he didn't win any battle stepping off of the bus, (laughs) right? But he was amazing defensively. The guy hit his three-point shots. And obviously, he was another coach on the floor for Bill Self. Also, granted, one of the worst bloopers of the Bill Self tenure was Brady Morningstar at the free throw line against the Texas Longhorns when it was a technical foul shot, and up he went, ball slipped out, and oh dear. It was comical, whatever. Guy had a really good career. That's all I'm saying. And I, I'm really excited for whatever reason. Maybe it's because I am now officially old and just players that, you know, I guess I went to school with, you could say, but were my era. As a Jayhawk fan, they're coming back around. It's a, it's a familiar face. And here we go. The Morningstar era is upon us. Should Kansas win the title? Will it be a, a coincidence? Should Kansas win the title this upcoming season? Will it be a coincidence that Brady Morningstar has reportedly joined the staff? I think not. I think it'll be a direct correlation. Now, I mentioned this guy a few minutes ago. Uh, We have more news of Jayhawks getting that proverbial bag, if you will. And I guess I'll put put it this way. I think it's safe to say that this player is the biggest NBA star of Bill Self's Kansas tenure. I'd have to think pretty hard about his time at Illinois. I guess Darren Williams from Illinois was a, was a pretty big deal in the NBA, but 
I think Joel Embiid's a bigger superstar than Darren Williams ever was, right? Daron Williams, uh, but goes by Darren Williams, former Jazz point guard. Um, Joel Embiid, just a few days ago, signs his Supermax extension, meaning four years, $196 million through 2027. Now, granted, this guy is never healthy. He was drafted hurt. We know that as Kansas fans watching him that year with Andrew Wiggins. But man, I know when we watched Joel Embiid that one year, that one season, like you could see it, right? The raw ability, the technical ability with the footwork, his touch. You know, I think everybody figured, yeah, a little bit more coaching. This guy's going to be something. But this is something else. I mean, he is a bona fide superstar, MVP candidate. I think he was in the running this year, falling short to Nikola Jokic of the uh, Denver Nuggets. But Embiid is a character unto himself in a league full of them. And he got paid. So congratulations to the kid from Cameroon, uh, a guy who came in lanky, wasn't starting over Tark Black initially, if you do remember. But the talent was undeniable. The body's fragility is undeniable, but it doesn't matter to him. The contract is the contract. And the 76ers said, after all those years of trusting the process, this is the gem that we got. Not Ben Simmons. He can't dunk when he's wide open. Uh, they, and they're working to try to trade him even. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Joel Embiid, who is the crown jewel of the process. He just needs to stay on the floor. He's in a pretty tough conference with the Brooklyn Nets super team. And of course, Giannis of the defending champs in Milwaukee. But, you know, from a non-biased perspective, if you went around NBA fans and said, who's the best true big man in the league? I think more times than not, you'll find that Embiid is probably listed as number one. No, him or Jokic or something like that. I would take Embiid. Health not notwithstanding. I mean, what does it matter? Jokic is out there like a the doughy Eastern European that he is, who looks like he smokes a pack of cigarettes before every single game and he wins MVP. Maybe Joel should try that. But uh, the, the talent make, makes you salivate for Joel Embiid. And so congratulations. I can't wait for the Joel Embiid slash Devontae Graham honorary practice court or something, considering what those two guys have just gotten paid. So let's wrap it up with something really fun. Realignment. Ugh. All right. So it's nothing really, it's, it's all bluster, right? It's all, I heard this. I read this. Reports say this. Big 10, stay with the Big 12. or as it came out last week, sources, dot, dot, Pac-12, Big Ten, ACC, discussing formation of alliance, likely around scheduling. That's a new one. That's a real fly in the ointment. But here's why I'm not buying it. And it's a really weak reason. But it is a reason. And I'll say this. This news was released last Friday, I believe, at 10 p.m. Eastern. 
I am not many things. Handy. <laughs> I am not very good in terms of remembering things. I am not good about having a set time to release these shows. What I am good at is usually reading between lines of sports things. I'm also really bad at using really nondescript words like things. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. You know, point taken. There's something in the sports media world called the Friday News Dump. That actually goes for any media world. Politics, business, sports. If there's something that doesn't really matter, unless it's like really breaking news, something that has to be re released, a bombing, a huge free agency signing, which I guess you would call like a Woj bomb. So it all ties in for the NBA. Like usually if you want people to see something, it's not released Friday afternoon, let alone dead in the night. So the fact that this story was released well into the evening of a Friday, that tells me it's like, hey, we're doing something. Look at us being proactive or just like chit-chatting over some tea. But there's no meat to this. And for the time being, I'm going to proceed as if this whole alliance whatever you want to call it. I was about to say nonsense, but I won't go that far. But I'm going to say, you know, stake my name to it, I guess. There's no meat to this. If they cared that much about it for someone to react and for the college athletics people to, to really care about it, they're releasing on Monday morning. Get those talking head shows that I really hate on ESPN on FS1 to get blabbering about it. Not Friday night, not at 10 Eastern. Good Lord. That's basically saying we don't care if you see this. I basically only saw it because I was on the islands and they're six hours behind the East Coast. So read into it if you want. There are, of course, people who, you know, they love this stuff for some reason, the realignment talk. And it's just another juicy nugget. It's another dangling carrot. But what I believe, and to tie it in with what I was talking about at the beginning, Mike Vernon, as he's put it pretty well, the fact that you've heard nothing from Kansas means I, I think a lot more that something is happening. Oh, the blustery statement coming out of K-State? Yeah, that's them showing out and being like, you, we're here, pay attention to us, we're desperate. No, no. In situations like this, it's the stealth of darkness where the real moves are happening. Case in point, those bastards at Texas and Oklahoma. Did you see that coming? No, you didn't. So, in this case, where there's smoke, look elsewhere. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'm sure since I'm recording this on a Wednesday, something big's going to happen on Thursday. But that's okay. We'll cover it next week. I will figure out my math. One.
and we are still dangerously close from Big 12 previews, which I'm really excited about. I can't wait for that. Uh, it's my favorite part of the preseason because that means we're finished with the offseason. Uh, take care, everybody. Stay safe. As always, I will speak with you next week. But until I do, take care, and as always, rock job.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.